Theo, if I was going to write you a nutrition plan, what would be your goal? Man, I want to eat like a man and look like an athlete. If I was to write you a plan, what would it have to be? You know, it'd really have to be simple and stress-free. Lucky for you, I just wrote a book. Wow, really? Yeah, it's called Eat Like a Man, Look Like an Athlete. Perfect. It's simple and stress-free. Where can I find it? You can find it in the show notes today. I'll click now. <laughs> Real talk. Guys, this one is for you, not for the ladies. If you want an opportunity to read my new uh, latest ebook, it's called Eat Like a Man, Look Like an Athlete, and it's a stress-free nutrition guide that literally breaks it down. It's super simple, gives you the foods you need to eat, what you need to eat, how you need to eat it, uh, what time you need to eat, how to adjust it according to your schedule, your lifestyle, your training, all that good stuff. So it takes you through everything. With that, you actually get access to a private Facebook forum to give you constant accountability and access to me so I can help you with your nutrition and answer any training questions you might have. So what you need to do, you need to go to the show notes, click the link. It'll take you to a landing page. It'll break down everything that's included. Once you click purchase, it'll take you to PayPal after you purchase the book, return to merchant, and then you'll actually get your copy in the mail and you'll get free access to the group after that. Um, if you go through this process and you have any trouble, just hit me up and uh, we'll get you going. Soaked up some of that. Ace to woo. Oh, I feel like I should tell the listeners that story. Yeah, it's kind of all right. So actually, it's something I don't know. Kind of a dumb story, but it's kind of funny how it happened. (laughs) If you think about it, so my phone's in a in a bowl of rice right now. Is why we're saying that because I dropped it in the toilet. But yeah, as you were sitting on the toilet, right? Yeah. Well, and you don't sit when you pee. (laughs) I was taking shit, so. I was about to. So I sat down and there's a ledge next to me and I think I just moved my hand too quick because as I sat it down, I flipped the phone off the counter. It flipped in the air. It actually hit me in the back of the neck and then it like hit the counter behind me above the toilet, bounced back, hit me in the back and then just slid right down straight into the toilet. I hopped off that motherfucker so quick, (laughs) shoved my hand right in the toilet. Or... He was taking a dick pic and he just fumbled. <laughs> fumbled that's during a dick pic. That's, I think that's more of a likely the story I- than what actually <laughs> happened. Go to the Apple store. So what happened? I dropped in the toilet. How? Well, my mirror's right in front of the toilet, yeah. you know, and I was... They, they get pic. the screen to come on and then you're, you're a little <laughs> that, weenie. The yeah. last thing <laughs> that happened. Na- little naked mole rats on the, on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing that happened. Oh, that is hilarious. Uh, that's gross. All right. Bro, I've, this is not the first time I've dropped my phone in the toilet. I know you've had your I, since I've known you. I've probably seen your your phone in a in rice, bag of rice like probably <laughs> like three or four times. Bro, yeah. why do you got a bag of rice? Um, yeah, dude, I don't. Yeah. I text YP. <laughs> and it just, I have no good. I've excuse. never Bro, so ever I got, dropped my phone. The first in the time toilet. I got, uh, I think it was the iPhone five. I got it, and they were trying to sell me on the insurance, and I was like. I'm cool, bro. Like, I never break my phone. He's like, dude, water, all that stuff. I'm like, dude, do water. Yeah. I'm good. He's like, all right, well, if you change your mind, you have 28 days to come back and get the insurance. And I was like, day yeah, 29. okay. I shit you not, day 27, because it was 28 days. Day 27, I dropped my phone in the toilet, put it in rice. The speaker wouldn't work coming out of it. I went back and got insurance on day 28. 
and then I just didn't use the speaker until day 30. I came back and I was like, hey, I dropped in the toilet yesterday. And they replaced it. Nice. Yeah. Scam Verizon. I would have at least been like, oh, I dropped it in a puddle. I was just honest. You probably could have bought the. You, you probably could have bought the insurance first, and then said, "Hey, I dropped my my phone." Like right they there. still would have had to had to have. Done. Here's your receipt, sir. Okay, cool. I dropped my phone in the toilet yeah. yesterday. <laughs> I know. Here you go. But I was like, I don't know. You tried to. Pay. I thought I was like being smart, bro. Scam oh, that. You pay for it. True. You get what I pay for. It's bad. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, on to well, well, all right, big guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that gets me every time. Every time, uh, my dad be saying that shit like so much. Yeah, that. probably that's you know why. Because it's, it's, it's like, really not that funny at all. It's not. So Everybody but, listening to it is probably that's the dumbest fucking thing Theo's ever done. You yeah. know what's funny though is like when you say it, I start cracking up. My dad, I get pissed. Shut the fuck up. I get pissed. Yeah. Shannon's like, stop, and I'm like, guys, fucking annoying. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so funny. Uh, that's funny. So help me out here. Who? How, how do we say the first name? Roby. Roby. Brajovic. Has a question. Roby. Rob. <laughs> Robbie. Robbie has a question today. Yeah, Robbie. <laughs> Sylvania. Robbie's got a question. All right. Robbie. I'm going to read it all. What's your system for daily, weekly, and monthly goals? Do you write them down? Where do you have them? Where do you have them written at? And uh, do you take them with you on a pad or do you sit down at the end of the day to check them off? You know what? I, I feel I like your uh, answer in an accent. I feel like you have to say Roby's name like like Ivan the Hump a lot. Like from <laughs> from Austin yeah. Powers. Like yeah. Roby Brajovich. <laughs> Ivan the Hump a lot. I forgot about that. Yo, those movies were funny. When Hella we funny. Up. I was just talking to somebody Mike Myers, the other day. Man. Yeah, yeah. Somebody was it. hating on Austin Powers. Those movies are so dumb. I think actually yeah. it was Jess. She has no taste. No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Jess. All right. What was the question? <laughs> All I could think about was Austin Powers. Uh, just waiting and yeah, waiting. And waiting. Know, but, uh, it's like like the mole thing. Anytime every, anybody says anything but a mole, I just want to go mole. Mole, mole. Every time. What's that from? You don't remember that part? From, from Austin Powers. Austin Powers. I only this, saw this. Six, what, what is it? Like the spy or? No. He's the uh, mole. Gold member. Yeah, never, but he's the mole, right? So, like, yeah. he's the mole of an agency where, yeah. like, he goes in and infiltrates or whatever. And he comes in, he's got a big mole on his lip. And Austin uh, Powers, like, can't stop <laughs> looking at it. I only saw the first one. What? So, yeah. And then Ludacris did that whole, like, was that number one spot? Oh, yeah. That was funny. All right. Oh, let me reread the question. From who? Roby. There Robbie. we go. Roby. Roby Humpelot. Um. Question about <laughs> That's his new nickname. Question about right. goals, all right? So what's your system for daily, weekly, and monthly goals? Do you write them down? Where do you write them down? Do you have them written somewhere? And do you take them with you? Do you have them on a pad or a notebook? Or do you just sit down at the end of the day and check them off? So you, you said you wanted to hear mine first. Bro, right. he would be a great like school teacher. Like the way he reads <laughs> that off. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the shittiest compliment ever. <laughs> that's, no, it's not, bro. My stepmom's a school teacher. Well, She's I hate doing... teachers, so. Yeah, because they hated you. Yeah. <laughs> depends. It all depends on, on yeah. how Michael takes it, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I wanted yours in an accent. So think, but... he he actually, uh, he messaged me. Um, and uh, The same question? Yeah. Oh, he messaged me too. 
Well, he said that. Wait, he, he messaged reached me out too. to me. Oh. And then, <laughs> and then he messaged you. So, uh, it's it's different about from how I go about it and, and the way that he worded it, right? And and pretty much like he's like, man, like I gotta write. I feel like I gotta write some shit down, like this and that. And I was like, and that's when I was like, you might want to hit up Cody because that's more of his wheelhouse. Like for me, I know what it is that I want to accomplish, and not saying that people don't or that necessarily that 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 Roby doesn't uh, <laughs> but it, it some people just need a, a more of a different approach like if i write things down like it, there's a good chance that i'm never going to look at it again mm. right but that's why i don't take notes anymore like when i'm at seminars or anything like that is because i know that i'm not going to open up my book and i'm not going to look at those yeah. notes again and i'm not going to study it if i have it on my phone and i have if i do a voice memo then I'm more likely to listen to it, right? So when I go over my when I go over my goals, a lot of times like I'm thinking about it, right? Like I have like a notepad up in my head, and so for for me, it's I know what the ultimate goal is, right? Like sometimes it helps to to write things down just to just for me to kind of write it down and and put it out there other than holding it up here right which is useful but i never go and look at it again so i know my ultimate goal and then i know and then i i I reverse engineer it to where like again like in my head to like what it is that that i need to do on a daily basis right and what is my main focus instead of focusing on all these different things um, I, I focus on, on one specific thing and then I just attack that every single day. Right. Until and you're ready to move on to the next thing. Exactly. Right. I think that it, it just depends on the person. I think that certain people can get away with that, but I think a lot of people need, um, some kind of reminder. Right. And I think that for me, because I've always just written everything, I've always journaled everything. Like, I think that part of my brain is I don't know the right word for it. not necessarily more developed than anybody else's, but I'm just more like patterned to using that side of my brain because that's how I function well. Mm-hmm. And that's how I remember things. Right. So, cause I agree with you. I go to seminars, I do this stuff. I will write a shit ton of notes and never look at them again. But if I don't write them down, I can't remember them. So for me, that part of my brain just in, gets ingrained after I write them down. So I'm big on writing my goals um, multiple times. So I'll, like there's sometimes in my journal, like you'll see it and then you flip pages, the exact same shit. Because I want to just repeat it, right? And then to me, that's it's kind of like mantras or affirmations. Like that's the purpose of them, right? It's the same thing as like, it, like if you're really focused on one thing, I think that should become an affirmation for you. So it's like like I write in a gratitude journal every day. And the reason isn't because like I don't write the same thing every day. But I write something about Shannon I'm grateful for. I write something about my family I'm grateful for. And then I write something random I'm grateful for. And it's just the real and sometimes they repeat the real reason is just to ingrain it in my head like that right, i am grateful right. i have things to appreciate so i think it's the same thing with that like if you need to remind yourself constantly then you should write it down but also if you need to remind yourself that much just stay on task maybe your goal isn't really what you think it is right or maybe you're setting a goal because you think that it should be that right and i think that's where a lot of people go wrong um because there's no right answer to this question right. right like i think everybody's different so if we're going to use like my system, like I do the whole 90 day outcomes thing. It works well for me, but like, I got to say that it doesn't work well for me when I don't have a coach. 
Like it works well for me right right. now because I pay a coach to take me through it. So I think that's important. Like if you're going to take things to a next level, I think that's just part of it. Like that's his system. So I use his system and he holds me accountable of it. So it works. Right. So I set a goal. I write exactly what that goal is going to be. And then I write exactly how I'm going to execute that goal. Pretty much like what you said, what's my one thing that I need to do every day? What's my one thing every week? And then in 30 days, am I in line with that? Okay. Does it need to change? Maybe, maybe not keep moving. Right. Right. So like, just not getting to like focus, like I want to say focus on one thing in each avenue of your life, but for some people that's too much as well. Like, right. like I was talking about like, well, get the book, the one thing, but I was talking about that on the other podcast and like he was saying that a lot of people do that and he actually, <clears throat> him and his coaches use it the opposite way. Like he'll go, okay, so here's the four, they do the four pillars, they call them something different and he's like, which one do you need to make a change in today? And he's like, business is like, what needs to something needs to happen ASAP. He's like, okay, find one thing in business. Once we master that, we're going to find something in your next thing, which may be your relationships. Maybe it's your body, right? So I think pick one thing within your four things and then just hammer it out and right. set a goal. Like, but I don't know. I think I can go on all day because I have tons of different strategies that have worked for different people. There's like the goal card, like you write it down and keep it in your wallet all the time. Like yeah. that can work. But again, like I did that and I put it in my wallet and, I, and then I forgot about it, it got shoved in the bottom. And, I, and then I saw it like six months later. I was like, Oh shit, I forgot about this. Right. Like, so it's kind of like, so it, it, the other thing too, and, and it, a lot of it comes to, I, I think just the way I operate my personality type. Like if I, if I write something down and, uh, I do happen to look at it or really just think about it. Cause like, if I write something down once, then it's like, okay, like, you know, I, I know what I know what I wrote down. Let's take the 90 day outcomes, for example, and I don't hit uh, a specific goal. And this is where this is where coaching comes into play into play as well. Right. Or, or somebody holding you uh, accountable that if I don't hit something, then I feel like I failed. Right. It's the same thing in training. If I have uh if I have a specific, if you were to tell me to deadlift 525 today, right, which is my, which is my PR, I'm not going to get 525 today, but I'm going to fucking kill myself to do it. And instead of appreciating like how hard, like how much effort I put into reaching that goal, instead of like really looking at it and, and, and going like, like, yeah, like, dude, like, I fucking work my ass off. Like, look at everything I did in preparation in order to get to that goal. Like, a lot of times I'm like, I didn't fucking hit 525. And you may have increased your deadlift by, right? Like I say you it, hit. It could be fucking 80 pounds. Yeah, it doesn't and matter. And I'd be pissed off. Yeah, and then that's a psychological thing. Right. And, and I think that's, that just takes like self-awareness and like understanding that as, because I think we've all been there, but once you understand it, I think it's better. Like, yeah. now I can get through my 90-day outcomes with four goals and know if I hit two of them, I'm good with that. Like right. if I hit one of them, I'm good with that. Right. But you have to look at it like, okay, I crushed this goal. I didn't hit this, this, or this. But did I grow in those areas? Right. Yes. Now you have to look at would I have grown this much in those areas if I did not set that big goal? Because if you still had growth in the process because of setting such a fucking high goal, then great. I just posted a quote about this the other day and it was like, set your goal so high because regardless, you're going to reach more than you would have if you didn't. Something along those lines. But I think that's huge because people just, yeah, like, and that's why like habit-based nutrition, that's why that's so successful is because instead of me giving you macros, supplements, all this stuff right off the bat, 
you're just going to get frustrated because yep. you're not going to do it all. That's why even my people on macros, they didn't just start day one on macros. It's like, okay, let's, let's add more protein. Let's just focus on that for a few weeks. Yep. You know what I mean? Slow. Um, so I agree a hundred percent, but it, it's, it's interesting too, because when I think about like, and, and I do have, I do have a journal and I've, I've written goals in that. And, and a lot of times I just, I, I'll write down ideas of what I want to shoot for content and just to kind of put it out there for myself. Again, I don't, I don't look at it more than two times. Right. Um, but I, I have skimmed through, uh, I mean, it's like every once in a while. And I've seen old go from like two years ago that I wrote down and a lot of it was based around a specific number. Let's take business. For example, I wanted to hit a certain amount of, of money, right? At that time I didn't hit that goal. Now I'm, I'm way past that. Uh, but, um, like from for net, like right now, my goal for my business isn't to make an X amount of dollars. It's to build uh, a tribe, and this being a prime example. So if you remember, we had a conversation uh, a few months ago of where we wanted to put Mind vs Muscle. Right, like we wanted to uh, we wanted to grow the tribe. We wanted to get real people who are interacting um, and and listening to our content on a regular basis. And uh, I don't know if you remember the number, but we've surpassed that goal by a significant amount. Mm-hmm. And it was because it was like we focused on that one thing, yeah. right? We didn't write down, right, like necessarily those goals in like we had, you know, numbers, right? But um, after that, like I never looked at that again. I was just like, okay, this is what this is yeah. what we have to do in order to get it done. Yeah. And we got it done. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of just like how I approach things. But understand like that's not for everybody that's just how i operate right so i just know what i have to do on a daily basis and coming from someone who writes everything understand that i write everything so i can understand like so i can remember it not because i look at it every day right like same thing day one for uh our new 90 day outcomes was on monday i probably won't look at those for a long time unless i'm like shit, what was my business number that I was shooting for? Right. Or like, because at the end of the day, it's like, I just need growth. Like yeah. that's, but what I would say is like, if you're going to choose to write it out, like the best way to go about a goal is first, what is the goal? Why is that your goal? How will you reach that goal? So metrics, tracking, all that stuff. And then what is one thing that can get in your way of obtaining that goal? And finally, how can you course correct around that? So this way we know exactly what the goal is. You start answering why. If you don't have a deep why, then you go right back to the what. And you're like, fuck, that goal doesn't mean anything to me. That's mm-hmm. like the whole like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to have abs. Okay, why? And then you like really think about it. It's like, okay, maybe I don't just want abs. Like I want to feel more confident. I want to build some strength. I want to blah, 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 right? How are you going to get there? Obviously, if you don't have a roadmap, you're not going to get to the end of the goal. Um, then going back and like, how am I going to track progress, measure things and make sure I get there? Because if you don't know the system and you don't have a way of tracking and keeping yourself accountable there's no way like and it like if i'm like oh i want to 10x my business so it makes x amount of money okay how are you going to get there oh i don't know like well then like you you will never be able to reverse engineer right. it, first of all right. but second of all you have no numbers to get you to that point you need to see like and i know we're not just talking about body here so i, I don't want to say like body fat muscle or anything like that but you got to have some way of tracking it um, and then figure out what could get in the way because a lot of times I would do this and I never considered the things that would stop me from getting that and it's usually mm-hmm. in my mind but when I started like digging into that part of it and that's what we've been doing lately in the in the 
coaching group I'm in and then you're like, oh shit, like this could get in the way, this could get in the way. Why would that get in the way? Right. Is that really a roadblock or is that a self-limiting belief? Then I can dig into that and, and address it so it doesn't even happen. Yeah. Right. So that's how I would go about the goal. And then, and then it's just like keeping yourself accountable. And if you don't have a coach, post that shit. Be like, yo, this is what I'm working for. I'm going to hit this. Like, like you might get two likes on Facebook, but plenty of people will see it. So it's, it's a way to hold yourself accountable. Also understand that, that things change. Like if, if you have a goal that you want to accomplish in a year, you might not want to accomplish that goal anymore in, in six months. Right. And, and the reason I say that is because when you start to live, right, a certain lifestyle and you realize how much fucking work that it takes and you might have something else. Like if it takes you away from your family and your family is incredibly important to you and you want to spend eight hours a day with your family, then, but like you also have to spend eight to 10 hours a day, like on that goal of, uh, whatever, if you want to grow your business, then those two things don't align. Yeah. Right. Like one, some of it has to give. So, and, and the reason I say that is because I used to want to, uh, open up my own, my own gym. That was like, I mean, like just big as fuck, like, you know, a bunch of people, huge team, everything like, like, and really no idea of why I wanted to, why I wanted to do that. Right. Now I look at, everything that Luca is going through in order to build this phenomenal facility, everything under one roof, 10,000 plus square feet, like, like fit bar, uh, chiropractor, physical therapy, cryo chain, like all this shit, uh, martial arts, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, whatever. And like his head looks like he's going to fucking explode like every single day. You know what I mean? And, and to go through that amount of stress. Right. And for me, I don't see that as like something that like, I don't desire that anymore. And I think like that, that is his calling. Like I think he's meant to do that. You know what I mean? But I agree for him. For him, it's worth it for me. It wouldn't be worth it. And you got to like, yeah, that's being in alignment, knowing what, and I realized that a long time ago, like, and that's why I've been so focused on the online side of business because I, I realized a long time ago I didn't want to have a gym because of those same reasons. It just didn't align with what like what I wanted to travel, what I wanted to do with my family and all that stuff. And right. I was like, nah, I'm just right. there's got to be a different way for me right. personally. So I agree with that. But that's the whole purpose of like, okay, what's the goal? Why? Mm-hmm. Like really dig into that because a lot of people skip that part. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. <laughs> all right. Nah, I'm saying. Nah, I'm saying. I mean, that's my favorite part from Scary Movie. Do you remember that part? I can do. When the wife uh, was like, nah, I mean. Yeah, they keep going <laughs> yeah, back okay, and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. You had to say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was me in high school. <laughs> All right. Should we really be focused on building muscle during training when my goal is fat loss? I get this one a ton from mm-hmm. guys who want to lose fat because they're like, dude, I, I just don't want to be like super. I actually just had this conversation today. I don't want to be like a jacked monster. And it's like, if you're not on steroids, you're probably not going to get that way overnight, especially, right? If we eat a ton and don't worry about fat, uh, like gaining fat, and we focus on bulking and getting big for the next year, and then you cut, you could be a monster. But like, that's not going to happen, right? So the reason I like this question is because I personally, if somebody's like, yeah, I kind of want to be strong, but my main goal is to lose body fat and like see definition. Like I want to look good. Then my main focus is 
nutrition and building muscle because nobody wants one for 95% of people. Cardio is not nearly as fun as training. Um, so let's do something productive Two, building muscle increases your hormonal output across the board, reduce stress. It, It can increase metabolism. You burn more calories just sitting there doing nothing. Your body will consume more calories so you can eat more. Right. Um, and then when you lose fat, you actually look good. Like you have definition. Um, and plus that type of training tends to burn a little bit more calories cause it's, it's higher rep. It's more work. Like it takes more volume. So I think that everybody who wants to lose fat should focus on building muscle. And guys, you'll get a way better boner too. Your, your girl's <laughs> going to love it. Oh, uh, it's actually it's true. Uh, yeah. You'll, <laughs> you will build a shit ton of libido and sex drive and, and testosterone and all That's that a shit. Fact. Is that mine? In the rice. Turn that fucking shit off. My bad. <laughs> I grew up dem boys. Wow. Yeah, you know. That's go. corny as shit. Yeah. Dude, that, that group text is from like high school. Is that the one that always is popping up? No, this is that's this is different. This is so old, but we're all meeting up tonight. At, uh, I, I don't have a German Twin accent. Peaks. No, Ryan House. I don't oh. have a German accent. I was going to try to say it German, but <laughs> I just gave up. You're going to say like a Russian accent. Yeah. I was. Wasn't gonna make any sense. Haas, <laughs> Ryan Haas. But yeah, so I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, would you agree? And I think that goes across the board, men and women. Mm-hmm. Like, you should focus on building muscle. And women, you're not gonna build. Nobody's gonna build muscle so rapidly that you just all of a sudden, like, man, I started training with Cody, and four weeks in, I'm a fucking monster. My clothes right, don't fit. Right. Like, I've had a couple people. Like, Tim is one of the only guys that I've had that has said, "Hey, like, I actually ripped." my uh the armpit in my dress shirt because my his, arms are getting so big genet- like he's a genetic, genetic yeah. yeah and he's been training with that me for two got years fucking crazy arms so two years yeah. of muscle building yeah. and like and good genetics yeah. like and he trains six days a week like it, it's gonna Curling happen four days a week every time <laughs> he comes in he no, does curls we it's more than twice no no, no really swear to god because he only curl. trains with me twice all right yeah but like, but again, genetics, but like, imagine how much pulling we do. Right. He's in tune with right. his body where he's going to build biceps from pulling too. Yeah. But I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. So like, I, I think everybody should probably focus on building muscle and yeah. women like who say they want to be tone, focus on building muscle, focus on nutrition and building muscle and some cardio, obviously, because that's going to help for more than just health, but burning calories and getting lean. Every girl who thinks she wants to be tone or looks at a, a female and is like, I don't want to be bulky. I want to look like her. And she's super firm. Right. That girl focuses on building a ton of muscle. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. All right. We have a few questions from Linda from Canada. Montreal. And, I think uh, it's, or is it Quebec? Or is that the same thing? Okay. Well, one is a city and one is a province. Uh, okay. Well, I forget. Quebec is a province, right? Yeah. Yeah. Montreal's a <laughs> city. On, guys, you know. Yeah, come on. Not the this guy. Yeah. This guy by Caribbean was in, in Africa. Somewhere. <laughs> we, we're gonna no, go. I didn't. Is that by North Korea? <laughs> what type of what type of people I still don't know where it is, but I didn't think what that. What type of people live up in Antarctica? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fuck you. North so, Korea might be a sensitive subject, right? And maybe I shouldn't have said that. Uh, that's but fine. Anyways. It's all good. Linda. <laughs> a few questions here. So I'm gonna read off the first one, which is about mobility. And her first part of it is how and when to stretch. She's heard that she should not stretch too much, too long, or too intensely after her workout, that she should wait, or it might go too far. So very counterintuitive, but why not? Anyway, either is there is it either it's before a strength workout or run, what would be my mobility session? I would say don't do stretching before. Yeah, definitely. Especially not. if you're intense like that. Right. Like, um 
if you do, I Mobility mean, like active, before, but active stretching, right? Like if dynamic you, warm up yeah, whatever. if like, you know, not having somebody, you know, stretch you or, or force you the into, yeah, right? Like it's going to take a lot out of, uh, again, like your, your nervous system is just going to get, it's going to get burnt out, right? Like when you're, when you're forcing yourself, even like mobility, doing, doing too much mobility before you get into a strength session or a training session is actually going to do more damage than good. Right. Um, or it's going to, it's going to decrease your capacity to, to train. I should Mm -hmm. say, not that it's going to do more damage than good, but it's going to decrease your capacity. You might not feel like you're going to get the most out of your training session. Um, so keep like your mobility to, I mean, 10 minutes. Uh, I wouldn't go anything beyond that. Um, and then focus on soft tissue work. Like, uh, we we've talked about in the, in the program design ep- uh, episode, um, pick a few things that, that you need to roll out, probably hip flexors, I'm guessing. Um, and something that you feel is, is really tight. Um, focus on those areas and then move on to your mobility protocol. The idea is to constantly move, control movement. Um, and then, you know, then you feel primed and ready to go opened up. Um, and then you can start getting into your power strength work or, or whatever you got going on. I think it's okay. Like I would, it, some people just enjoy stretching and I would say, just put it at the end. Right. If you're doing static stretching and they've linked that to actually more muscle growth too, because just like yeah, intraset stretching yeah. Yeah. You're, and you're going to break down tissue, which right. is going to lead to more repair and rebuild. So yeah, I, exactly what Theo said. And if you really like static stretching and that feels good to you, then do a post-workout. Or like in the morning too, like when you first start your day, like that's, that, yeah. it's probably the best time. Unless like you go you, like right to the gym, right? right? Like, right, yeah, right. totally agree. All right. So her next two questions are about traveling, which is something she does often. The first one though is about, um, working out and getting exercise in. So she says she travels a lot, taking a lot of planes either across Canada or to Europe. Often there are long flights with jet lag and endless meetings, etc. Mm-hmm. So what should be her best workout there? Low intensity cardio, total body strength, or a mix of those? I would say a mix. And I would say like the way I will, I'll go through how I would program that um, for somebody traveling like that. Um, I would start with um, activation and it would be all posterior chain. Like I would go into body weight and band work, lightweight cable work, whatever it is. Tons of glute activation, which is going to enhance the stretch in your hip flexor because you're extending. I would do, excuse me, um, a bunch of... (laughs) (laughs) Sound like you were just about to have a panic attack and just run out of here. That was the get out challenge right there. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, like a a, a burp was coming while I was talking. So I would do that and then I would do a a lot of upper backward or lat work. So I'm going to get your shoulders back because again, you're just, you've been in a shortened position on the plane, whatever. Um, you're tired. Like I would do that. And then I would assess how you feel like depending on, like for me, I hit a plane, I'm out, I sleep, I'm fine. So I can train. But if you go and you're, you didn't sleep and you're, you're lacking sleep, maybe just do some activation and then hit the treadmill, walk, do some low intensity bike, go walk the hotel, whatever it is. If you're feeling up to it, lift. And then you can do again, I would probably do posterior dominant stuff so two to one ratio of posterior to anterior but you know what i do on a plane if if the flight is longer than two and a half hours uh i get up and i start doing like hip flexor stretches like in In the the aisle yeah no yeah for real yeah i do every time i've been to like miami or yeah 
if it if that flight is longer than two and a half hours, I'm if I'm not flying to California or Vegas, I'm out. I'm falling asleep. Yeah, instantly. I fall asleep before the plane takes off. It's crazy. Yeah, I can't do that, man. Dropping your phone in the toilet. On the plane, <laughs> not on the plane. Yeah, that would suck, <laughs> dude. I was, I, I flew. Uh, actually, uh, ironically enough, I flew uh, to Miami. Last time I went to Miami, I was on uh, uh, United, and uh, how'd that go? Nobody whooped my ass. <laughs> Lay that out right now. Yeah. Uh, dude, their stock went down. Oh, I yeah, Bro, for sure, billions. <laughs> yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah. Did you hear- they're, dude, they're they're the shittiest airline. And this is I've 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 said this for years, um, that they are the shittiest airline that I've ever flown. I've never flown Southwest. I heard Southwest is shit also, but uh, United is terrible, and just like their customer service, everything about them. Spirit is pretty bad. Yeah. I got stuck on a spirit plane once. Oh, really? I, yeah, I had yeah, never no. even heard of spirit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I couldn't. I could barely even find the terminal. Like that's. Like, Damn. Yeah. I, I just do Alaska every time now. Yeah. Man. It's like, but yeah, like I just had to get up and and start doing because I couldn't sleep. It was a red eye flight. Couldn't sleep. I just started doing uh, mobility work in in the aisle. So is that what you would recommend to her then too? I mean, minimize. What I said though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I don't recommend everybody just do, you know. No, I'm saying yeah, but like just yeah. like activation stuff, posterior yeah. chain, no, cardio. Most, most definitely, most definitely. Good. Yep. All right. The second part of her question about traveling was macros and eating. So while she does travel, she manages to still track her macros, but not too intensely. So it's hard to resist the food in France, uh, is her side note there. Um, but should she watch out for her carbs? or go harder with proteins, especially since she's struggling with jet lag and she feels that her body needs food to keep up. So what's the best way to stay strong and in shape while, travel- while well, traveling? You're, like his expressions with the grammar sounds like she's yeah. talking to us. That's, That's why I said deal. he'd be a good school teacher. I know. It's like, Your new name sh- is Linda. <laughs> Linda, Linda, <laughs> Linda, Linda. Uh, but shout um, out, because she's in Canada and I just really want those Timbits. Timbits? What's that? Okay. Well, Linda will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted. I want a box of sixty. Linda. Linda loves Michael, by the way. Oh yeah. Because I, I saw the. I saw the message. <laughs> you guys are like pen pals. What did it say at the end? Um, she says, "Thank you so much." And tell Michael <laughs> oh, to yeah. save one of those body lotions. That they can't <laughs> <really>. No. <laughs> There's a reason they don't sell them over there. Um, what I would say is, and this is what I do when I travel. I track protein, and that's it. Like I just like. It's hard to hit, like, and I don't, like, I hit, so I'm a buck 65 and I hit 185 grams of protein and that's more than enough. I do that because I'm hungry and I like eating meat, right? It keeps me satiated. When I travel, it's not that much, but I just make sure I hit the bare minimum because it's harder to hit protein when you travel and I just want to keep that. Otherwise, I just kind of loosely make sure I'm around my calories, but I do not track full macros. I don't think that's, I think, but it depends too. Like if it's going to stress you out more than anything, but if you, but here's the thing is like, if your job makes you travel every week and you're constantly traveling and you have goals yeah Yeah. and that's the normal it's not really a stress because that's just your job you're used to it i think in that sense then you should practice getting a little more dialed in maybe hitting your protein on the dot and hitting your calories trying to be in a range of uh carbs and fats so you can attack your goal but if it's like like i don't travel enough to justify doing that so i think it's different i think that it depends like it depends like if if that's really what you want to do like if you really want to be super structured and specific with your diet then absolutely um 
but like if somebody were to tell me that i'd be like fuck you well, i'm gonna what, eat what i but, feel like I but you're eat. in a different place yeah. like you can stay lean without tracking yeah and you don't have a specific deadline to hit a goal right so if she's like i need it like my goal is this it means a lot to me and i have to be strict in mm-hmm. order to stay lean then i get it you know what i mean so i think it just depends because i agree like if i didn't need to be dialed in I wouldn't be because I'd, why would I be? Right. There's no point. So it just depends. Um, and what's going to fuel her? Cause that was part of her question too. What's going to fuel her body while she's traveling with that jet lag? Is it going well, to be the carbs? Well, Is it going to be the protein? A lot of times, a lot of times, even when you're, uh, when you travel to Europe, right. And I imagine it's the same thing Carb in, heavy. in, uh, yeah. Um, but in, in Canada as well, like the food source is so much better than it, than it is here in the States. Like you're going to feel like if she were to travel to, uh, if she were to travel to the States and then like worry about like eat, like she's going to feel like shit because everything here is dipped in, right. you know, it's, it's either processed or it's dipped in a shit ton of fat and yeah. you know, she's going to feel lethargic, but it's different. Like when, whenever I've had somebody travel to Europe or just outside of the States in general and they ask me like, Oh, like what should I eat? She's like, man, like, I mean, eat pretty much, yeah, just like real food. Like you, like, you know, what's healthy, but like, and even when those people get into like the desserts, the, the portion size is significantly smaller than it is here in the States. So it's not going to affect, like, actually I'm like, okay, like go ahead and have like, you know, your dessert, like whatever you enjoy, because chances are it's not packed full of shit and, uh, or like it is here in the States and like everybody loses weight like if and i joke around with my clients all the time like okay well i want to lose like this last like eight pounds what should i do <sighs> travel to fucking italy go to go to italy for two weeks and see what happens you're gonna lose weight right and a lot of it ha- has to again like comes down to stress like people like when they go on vacation and they're walking around they don't really have a care in the world right like they're not retaining as much water. They're eating better food. They're walking right. around they're more. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you probably won't. I, I would focus just on eating real food. Yeah. Hydrate yourself right. well because that's one thing that usually slips when people travel. Right. They don't get enough water. And I think people underestimate how important hydration is to fuel your performance mm-hmm. and energy. Um, as far as carbs and fats go, that is dependent on the person. Yeah. Like for me, I'm a carb dominant eater. Like i get fueled and work better on carbs and lower fats. So that's going to be my go-to, but I have people that run on high fat. So when they go, they eat less carbs and they just, they fine with fatty meats and butter and stuff like that. And and it'll fuel them. So I think it's all dependent on the person. Is that the last one? That's the last one. Got it done today. Yeah. Again, guys, thank you for all the ratings and, and reviews. We've, we've been getting uh, a lot of, uh, amazing feedback from, from everybody. We really appreciate it. If it, it fires up, fires us up to, to do what we do, um, all the coaches, um, and just everybody listening to the show. Um, again, like, thank you so much. It's, 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 beyond amazing to to sit here and be able to do what we do and at the same time like man like we want everybody to participate uh as much as possible i know that that's hard for some people um but again if you haven't left a a, a rating or a review please do so you can email us uh questions um or just general feedback at myversemuscle at gmail um dot com um cody uh recently wrote a uh an ebook as well um eat like a man look like an athlete please check that out guys that's strictly for you check that out in the show notes on that one as well yep 
And uh, again, any questions that you might have, please, uh, please hit us up so we can answer them on the show. If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind vs. Muscle.